0: Let's, let's talk about food today. Like, you know, what what was your relationship with food? What Like, we both know that we are not that comfortable with our bodies. So, so, somewhere or the other, like, you know,
1: hmm? That I agree.
0: Yeah. And you know, somewhere or the other, food has played a part in shaping our personality. Like, you know, for me at least, it has played a huge role. Like, you know, I'm one, for, for like few days, I'm like, completely into food, whatever I can lay my hands on, goes into my belly. On other days, I'm like fasting for 23 and a half, 24 hours of my day. So, so somewhere or the other, you know, besides food being just something that you need to survive, it has become a part of our psyche, somewhere or the other. Like, you know, we relate to food in a very, I, I, would, say, I would say for me, in a very toxic way. Like, you know, mm. so for food for me is, like, recently, like, I have been having my cheat days extended for seven more days. Like I was supposed to cheat for three days, but it got extended for seven more days and two days is the last day. So now if I think about food, like earlier food was like, you know, something that I used to crave, something that I was waiting for my cheat day to come so that I can have all that food on my list that I had prepared, that I'll have on my cheat day. But now that I have had food for like continuously for seven days, whatever I want to eat, so now I feel like a question, like, what does food mean to me? Like, is it just a rush that I'm, you know, expecting out of a chemical or it it serves a purpose which is, you know, beyond me, which, which I'm not able to understand as of now? So what do you feel? Mm-hmm. What is food for you? Like, you know, how do you relate to food?
1: So I have you know, as a child also let me go back to, you know, mm-hmm. when I understood what food means to me, as a child mm-hmm. I've been a very picky eater. Okay. So whatever you put on my plate, it's not like I find your I'm sorry, I'm through the hour. But I
0: used to yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it's coming fine. It's fine. Like you know, you were saying you, you were quite picky while you were young. So so what, what was yeah, that I've always
1: been yeah, I've always been the picky eater. Mm. It's not like whatever. So I used to never have fruits. There was a long period. Until I, I think till fourth or fifth grade, I used to not have a single fruit. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I
0: used and to love fruits. Yeah.
1: Baba thing and you know then that Baba gave me an apple. So that's how I started. That was my first fruit and apple. What Baba? Adi, uh you know I'm a Bori, right? So yeah, we believe yeah. in this, uh, not profit, but we have a mola. Okay, got it, got
0: it. So, All right. mm-hmm.
1: so it was like very peculiar for my family, that because I used to not have any fruits. Everybody, especially my grandfather, he used to live on fruits. Mm. food na de lega, but fruits de Every <laughs> day they have to have fruits. And right. I was the only person who didn't have fruit. So then he being uh, very close to the mola took mm-hmm. me there as a child. And mm-hmm. he followed by the memory that memory was You know, he was forcing me to eat an apple, like a slice of apple. He called for an apple and then he cut it in front of me and he said, like, eat it. How old and you that's how I ate doing? my first. I was in the fourth grade, third or fourth okay. grade. Okay. So that's how...
0: I'm uh, I'm curious, how did you feel like, you know, when you were being forced to eat a pizza breakfast?
1: It was not like forced, he just said it twice and you think I've not been forced before to eat and I used to be so stubborn and I used to not eat it no matter what happened. I used to Mm. like starve to death but I would never eat fruit when my parents or somebody forced me. Mm. But I don't know how he kind of, I don't know, maybe I got too scared of him and Mm. that's why I ate the first. Whatever slice of apple and that's how the journey of me eating fruit started. But I've had a very, let's say a love-hate relationship with food. Mm-hmm. By the time I grew up, I was in 7th or 8th grade. I was always, and I think it, the love-hate relationship also happened uh, from the time people started noticing how much I eat. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, I, I, I've never been like the lunchbox. My mother, my mother's always been working. So I never really carry lunchbox in school also. Okay. I always used to survive on canteen food. So I used mm-hmm. to skip my meals, I used to eat sometimes, not eat sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the minute people started noticing that bhai, eight a day hai. Mm-hmm. Anything, and mm-hmm. that I not eat I
0: not And
1: that attention I got surrounding the food kind of became a addictive or obsession. I don't know what the right word would be. So I used to on purpose then like take the meal Okay, I used to like buy from the canteen and give it to my friends <laughs> because I wanted right. to show that yeah I can survive nine hours without eating. Mm-hmm. And I used mm-hmm. to my, I used to do all my Thappiramzan ramzan uh, Rojas starve right. like to another level.
0: I used to think okay. that I'm the only one who you know takes it to the ego that you know when someone notices this thing about me that oh you do not eat for twenty yeah. three hours a day so I have like a, someone else as well who I can relate with yeah yeah.
1: yeah. I think yeah. I was it was it was like an ego boost on me at that mm-hmm. time. And uh, yeah. and I was I was uh, naturally skinny if I can say that. Yeah. yeah. And my sister was a little on a plumber side. Right,
0: right.
1: So it was more of
0: I mouthpiece keep as uh Yeah. Is it better? Better not? better, better. Yeah. You were saying your sister was a little plumpier, yeah.
1: Yeah, so she, she, we, my sister and I have a five-year gap. Hmm. So when I was in the fifth grade, she was in the tenth grade. She was just hitting puberty and all of that. Right. So she was in that zone hmm. of going to college and she was on the plumpier side. So my mother used to be a little more, you know, uh, like, you know, you need to work out, you need to, you know, eat properly and you can't wear this clothes. Like she was not hmm. allowed to wear spaghettis, whereas I used to wear whatever I want. Right. So maybe that factor of seeing my sister go through all that shit and you know, I was never, you know, denied to wear the kind of clothes I used to wear. Maybe it was just a subtle thing my mother didn't, I don't know, she didn't notice or whatever. But that whole obsession or that, uh, you know, that attention towards food started off when others started noticing that kind of behavior. So it was not inbuilt. It was not like I on purpose was uh, caring about how much I ate. It became because others used to care about
0: how much I ate. But you yeah, like you used to like eating food. And by eating, uh, liking, uh, like eating food, I mean that, you know, you had a taste for good food. Like, you know, certain people do not care what is going in their body. Like, you know, they are like fine with it. So, did you have certain hmm. choices or did you have certain, you know, were you, mm-hmm. uh, you say, that you were a picky eater, But but was that... Hmm. Uh eating thing related to only not eating fruits or healthy or unhealthy food, Distinction between unhealthy No, it
1: was it was not particular. So I wouldn't say that I wanted fancy food. For me hmm. I could survive on Maggie. So the longest time I remember in college hmm. uh, in school hmm. and college I have literally every single day, seven times in a week eaten Maggie.
0: Seriously? That used to be and my meal. You, and you didn't put on weight. No, I
1: didn't because you know it was like I'm a picky 100%. eater. I like Maggie. I love Maggie. I used to eat Maggie all day long. And my mother, being a working, you know, I mean, my mm-hmm. maid was. I used to tell her, I want Maggie. She used to cook it, uh, cook it for me. Yeah. Why would she care? What is yeah. going on? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So and that's a why my right? yeah she is yeah. she's a nutritionist. Nutritionist, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So that happened. So I wouldn't say that I was like I didn't have like. I used, uh, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a foodie, mm-hmm. but I had things which I particularly like, and I used to only have that. I can only mm-hmm. live on dal Saval, I can only eat maggi, right. and you know, I used to be called the maggi girl because I used <laughs> to eat maggi all the time. Like anybody mm-hmm. used to ask me, "What is my meal?" It used to be maggi. Right,
0: right. For so me, I I used to love maggi. I used to ask my dad to prepare because my mom would only pre- uh, prepare once. Uh, we call it a brick or what do you call it that? slab, or whatever it is of the of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. call it? Brick or? No, no, that's there but you know that one entire, this... What do you call Packet. it? Packet. Packet. can do two mm-hmm. things, Two heena, sides of it, aathe.
1: only one side of it she to cook.
0: Yeah, side, call it side. So she'll mm-hmm. only cook one side of it and I'll ask my dad, you know, chukke se when my mom is ordering I'll ask him that, Hello. Dad, please cook two and a half now for me. And uh, dad being dad, he like, fine, I'll do it. So, I remember specifically you used to ask my uh, dad to prepare Maggi for me. And also, now that you are talking about the childhood thing, so I remember mm. I I love eating bread. Like for me, bread, like Abhibi, like for seven days, I am having my cheat days. I am eating bread every evening at least six slices. Butter or I love eating bread so much. I remember morning when I used uh, when my dad used to uh get me ready for school. So he'll prepare mm-hmm. bread butter, uh toasted bread butter for me in my tiffin, and also he'll give me an entire plate full of uh bread sandwiches and I guess around eight to nine sandwiches, like 2 bread kumila cake sandwich. So around sixteen bread pieces early in the morning, around seven AM. So so that used to be my staple breakfast and breakfast as well. Bread butter, bread butter, bread butter. I love eating bread butter. So, um, so, so, Balav, you know, it used to be my comfort food. So for you, like, I guess Maggie is your comfort food? I don't know about comfort, but it was like my food.
1: I didn't care about nutrition and all of that bullshit. I was so, like, I don't know. Noise around. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: it's fine.
1: Okay. So, I think, like, uh, me being from the, like, I, I never had, like, a weight issue. Mm-hmm.
0: But for
1: you, it was different, right? Because by the time you grew up, you started
0: weight. No, even when I was young, I was quite fat. So, like, when I was born, the nurse who was, you know, Delivering the child, uh, she told my mom that you know it's normal, but he'll die so normal only then he'll be able to survive so yeah, it was not something that you know I gained weight over the period of my life, but starting today, I was quite fat, yeah, what was your relationship with food and then the weight when you by the time you realize that you' not know. Always- I'm to I'm going to This is better. Is it better? Yeah, it's better now.
1: No, there is no bar on my phone. I talk bar in here. Can you hear
0: me? I can hear you. This is much better.
1: Okay, okay. fine. Yeah. So yeah, what, I was going to ask you, how was your relationship? But, uh, I mean, when you must have realized that this overweight thing would be a problem. When did yeah, it become yeah. a problem?
0: Yeah, actually, physically it was ever a problem. Like, uh, until, I guess, when I was in... Until 2017, my weight was never an issue. So, before that, but what happened was, once when I was in 7th Standard, so my uh, sister's friend had bought a new weighing machine. And uh, she decided that, you know, it's a good idea to bring it to my house and uh, weigh everyone in my house. And I had just had my proper ratka meal. Like, I had my dinner. And uh, my and I guess she had brought cake home and my sister had decided not to eat so i ate her share also and i had two spoons from my mom as well and uh, after to make my matters worse i also had one full cup of milk and after uh, 15 minutes she came with the weighing machine and uh tab tak I, I didn't. Malab, malab, I always had a problem with people calling me you know in gujarat they call you jhadia which is fatty so, so that was like my nickname in school and that used to bother me a lot but then I didn't know what to do about it. So seventh standard, mm-hmm. I was in Ahmedabad. So there, I took weighing machine, ahe, everyone was weighing themselves. So meri bari I was like, oh okay, bhi It's fine." I am the youngest mm-hmm. in the family. It's So I the mm-hmm. weighing machine. Pe, I was 108 kgs. And uh, what? Yeah, seventh standard. And I was like, "Oh my God!" And everyone is like, "You know." Suddenly, saying, okay, I did not even say anything, but they started comforting me. Okay, 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 okay. And that I still remember that uh, my sister's friend's face. She was like shocked, oh my god, I didn't my and uh, she was feeling guilty on my behalf. So I was like, No, this is not right. I need to lose weight. And then uh had a, I remember I had a cycle which which was like next mm-hmm. like to Khatara, like, kuch bhi nahi tha as good as Khatara so I, next day I went down, took the cycle, so mainne, and then I started cycling and I used to cycle 16 kilometers a day, like 8 morning and 8 evening mein. so that oh was that had, yeah, so that had become my routine so, like, like, if I set some my uh, mind on something then I have to achieve it and then I don't even care about the results, like then I am enjoying the journey so like morning morning 8km, in the evening 1km and then, like this, I reduced, I came down to, like, 80 or 78 ke beech Within 4 wow. to 5 months. Within 4 to 5 months. And then I came back to Rajkot. So, here people knew me as, you know, the fat kid who had left. And within one year, when mm-hmm. I came back, so it was like a proper, a welcoming ke o patla ho kya hai. And Then fat people used to come up to me and ask, me, hey, bhai, kam ki this and that. So, then again, mm-hmm. I attached that to my ego. Like, you know, I have lost weight, so I have to maintain it and stuff. But then, mm-hmm.
1: cycling shoot
0: kea, pe ake, I started eating junk food, so then I always used to fluctuate between being chubby and being thin so mm-hmm. So that's how I've always been like you know oscillating between being a fat kid and being a person who is not fat physically but still is fat in his, in his head. so mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's been my journey with weight rather than food. But yeah, I love eating food. I'll, I'll be very frank with you, like, you know, when I fast and when I do not eat, like, you know, I post on Instagram, I post here and there, like, you know, uh, eat good food, this, that. But it does ask that I do food, hota hai, malab, you know. Because now that I am eating, I know, like, I told you, like, let's do food ka episode today because it is quite fresh in my body. That food is quite fresh, the junk food. So I know how I feel, like, I feel like, shit right now like you know I'm eating so much now I know that I won't get to eat from tomorrow onwards that is one thing and second is I don't want to eat the food that I'm eating right now I'm eating as if my brain is not in my control right now so you know it is it is it it wants carbs right now but I don't my body doesn't need it very honestly so Mm -hmm. so I'm very confused right now that what is my relationship with food like do I need food or am, am I eating just out of a compulsion so there is somewhere that you know with the tonight's start kia and then you feel like you want to continue it, but also you do not your your body and your mind mind is in this conflict that you know you will put on weight, and on the other hand, you do not carry like fine like one more day like one more meal so there is mm-hmm. I would like to know so i I think I don't have that kind of control how
1: you have. So mm-hmm. if I have to eat, if I am, you know, given a vada pav or something, I will eat it. But that mm-hmm. guilt, I remember those yeah. back in college days when I actually mm-hmm. had a disorder. When mm-hmm. I used to puke out everything I used to eat. There was this whole phase mm-hmm. of me to eat. Like I used to eat normal meals. It's not like mm-hmm. I used to overeat also. But mm-hmm. I used to puke it out because I used to feel so guilty of guilty. eating. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is.
0: Like whether it's yeah, normal
1: yeah. food or whether it's junk. It's just that hatred mm-hmm. towards food had happened. Mm-hmm.
0: So. But- but do you
1: that think it was
0: the very bad But do you think it was because of what you told, like, you know? Because of how your sister I shouldn't say was mm. created, but you know, how her sister was uh, seen, made to feel, started. yeah. So but think I think I, back
1: then don't you think there was this phase where everybody also in I, I, I wouldn't blame the media or anything but that influence of being size zero I think that mm-hmm. whole Kareena Kapoor phase also was yeah. so much on I don't know about other girls mm-hmm. but it was so much engraved in even my friends like we mm-hmm. were so engrossed that we have to not eat like starve to death but mm-hmm. khana nahi hai. Mm-hmm. Wo face thaai. I I it was engraved in me at least I wouldn't blame social media but, but it mm-hmm. did impact a lot so... And the whole binge eating thing also started from there where I used to eat and then I used to puke.
0: Right, right.
1: Because, and, and this is the time when I was studying psychology, this is the time when I was mm. actually learning eating disorders, I knew this was a disorder, mm. I knew I'm reaching the point where I will die, mm. I was hospitalized, and all of that happened. But I mm. I don't know that whole psych of I'm wanting to be size zero, and I was, I was but pretty you were. thin. Yeah, yeah,
0: I've seen you, but like. Whenever, yeah,
1: so. You must have yeah. So uh, when I used to look at my I look at my number, I used to just see that I would be like, hmm. "Ha, there's hai. Arey idhar kam ho hai. Hmm. And you know, I used to walk for miles. So I used to walk from my home at Masgao to Churchgate. That is around 14, 15 kilometers. I used to walk yeah,
0: how and how come back walking take- and go
1: back walking. So,
0: how did it stop then?
1: I I don't know how, I wouldn't say there was a point where I realized it was just gradual. I think I got, I, I wouldn't say I've still that whole equation with food has become amazing. I wouldn't say that I've got mm. com- comfortable with my skin. So now it's more like, okay, I don't need to starve myself. I can work out. Mm.
0: You right, know there can right. be a balance.
1: Mm-hmm. I can have you know a brownie in the morning. It's okay, you know mm-hmm. if I don't have it at night. but wo guilt abhi itna hai jitna pehle tha. Mm-hmm. so I used to feel guilty before for eating for normal meal also khana aur guilt hota tha, how can I eat mm-hmm. but like you wo know hota
0: tha. I, I never go into this, but you know I just want to uh, take your because you are in a better position to talk about it but you, know, you must have have had clients who must be facing similar problems. So, yeah, definitely. So, do you do you feel a pattern in them? Like, you know, something in their childhood or something about their body. Someone must have said to them, or they must have gone through something. Definitely, Is there a
1: definitely. So, so what is that but unconsciously, it yeah. happens that people don't realize how people's acts or behavior affects one <laughs> another, even <laughs> if it's unconsciously happening. You don't <laughs> mean it intentional, but it does right. affect. So the fact that simply your mother must be just uh, you know telling you, "Haan, to acha khaya, wo <laughs> yeah, 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 mera yeah. Did <laughs> I overeat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: c- completely relate to it. Like you know, even uh, like. Everyone in Punjab knows that I diet and you know, whenever I go there and uh, I eat something or you know, my, my mom will be like, Chalo, hai, se khana and then I'm hmm. like, oh my god, like, I, like, you know, yeah. I was
1: supposed
0: to diet and then my image is like, I'm dieting. So now, like, how can I have had a good meal today? So then, next entire day, I'll be like, Completely on complete fasting way and then eating nothing, I'll eat nothing and.
1: Exactly. And that actually counteracts some people who are actually trying to lose weight because if you are making them conscious about mm-hmm. how much you're eating, mm-hmm. even if it's out of good intention, yeah. you know, they don't, rea- you know, you don't realize how that person is mm-hmm. taking it, where exactly. their mindset is. Yeah. So it's rather you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I to believe. Don't, like, why are you being concerned about how much is going? Did you ask me how much did I poop? <laughs> did I ask you how much yeah. did you poop? No, yeah. no. So mm-hmm. let it be, let it be an affair between the food and me. Why do you have to interfere?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I remember, like, when I started eating in 2017, like, for, like, entire one, one and a half, two years, like, I, I was, I, I had left loose. I had left myself loose, whatever you eat, where you so, mm. uske baad, then, physically it, it took a toll, like you know, my back started hurting, my knees started hurting, and then they all say that you need to lose weight. And mm. and even then, it did not bother, it did not bother me to an extent that it should have. So, I'm not sure if you have a zira kuchni, but then suddenly mm-hmm. boy, siri, that you know I need to lose weight, and then again I was like uh working out, I started fasting, and then again I brought it down to seventy three and then I joined our office, like previous office. So, hmm. Dhabi, man, recently he lost his weight. So, again after coming uh, back to Rajko, then again lockdown hua and then started eating and you know, I realized put on kar I was like, I was like, I don't I don't but then there was no activity like you know, happening. So, again mm-hmm. I went to 90 kgs and then again now I've come down to 75 now, I do not even want to weigh myself. So I like
1: yeah, I think that weighing scale also, I have been, I think, more than 7-8 years, it, yeah, I couldn't tap yeah. on a weighing scale. <laughs> yeah. I had a fear, like, if the number comes in my head, I will be on another yeah. eating disorder again. Yeah, because
0: when, the number used to affect yeah. me so much. And I remember you had weighed yourself for some visa thing and then you told me that, you know, you're not happy with your number. I'm not... I'm not going to say the number out loud but you know you were were saying that and trust me it was nothing like for you that number is completely normal but I know like whatever the other person says it doesn't matter to to the number that you wanted to see on the scale. So so I remember like I can completely relate to it like you know whatever number comes on the scale you want it to be two numbers below that. So Hmm. at least two. If it's
1: not more. Yeah, yeah. And even if I know that it is underweight, yes, rationally, I know everything. That, you know, I'm fine, normal hair. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It's not actually Mm -hmm. perfect. What's up, rationally, I can tell somebody else. But when it comes to me, myself, it just doesn't happen because of the relationship I have with, you know, weight and... Exactly. And it's, I don't I don't know how much others struggle when they're actually overweight. Like I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I used to get scared of people who were overweight. There was this whole phase in college where I used to not talk to somebody who was overweight. Yeah. I was like, May, oh. maybe you know, yeah. I used to just feel like it's contagious or something. If I have to, you know, put it that way.
0: <laughs> right, 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 I
1: have never, and even when you know, it sometimes does happen. But now it's totally, you know, it I doesn't prejudice hota hai, wo past tha, abhi, hmm, it doesn't hmm. it doesn't actively happen yeah
0: yeah.
1: but yeah. you know I've had this whole issue with others also being yeah. over because I feel like you are not taking care of it. it's personal to me that like, how can you not yeah, you know how can yeah. you live with yourself like this?
0: like I remember I used to like be a Hitler in my house like my sister is eating something why exactly so yeah I've, I've been that guy I've been that annoying person in everyone's life so, but obviously, yeah. nowadays, obviously, there's nothing Kuch that. I mean, whatever you want to eat, they the free to ah, But eat. you know, but because you, know, you hurt yeah. yourself because exactly. of so much of exactly. weight, how
1: can you let others be okay with what they're doing? That it
0: and, was personal yeah.
1: rather than anything exactly. else. Exactly,
0: and it, more than that, for me, it was like, you know, I have suffered by not eating, how can you eat? So, it was that hmm. for me. So, I wanted to ask you something that, were you ever comfortable, like, for any amount of period in in your life with your weight or with your body or you know the food that you are eating
1: so I think right now I'm in the most comfortable state because I feel like uh, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah I can hear you
1: so right now I'm I can say that I have grown out of that whole phase because I think I've tried to find a balance. Because mm-hmm. after che- checking my weight, I, I told you, that it was a big achievement yeah. for standing up that being scale. I think yeah, I came yeah. to a point where you know now I can accept myself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: somewhere in who I am, I'm comfortable in my skin. But I wouldn't say that I I know I can do better. Mm-hmm. So I do sometimes have that guilty you know feelings mm-hmm. that oh my God I've eaten now so I have to double the workout I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't, of course, now I don't go to the extreme of puking it out. But now mm. I, I I, think I compensate with the workout. Nice. But even that is not healthy. You can't just say that because you ate a brownie yesterday, today you work out two hours a day. That doesn't work.
0: Yeah, obviously, yeah, like, you know, one brownie won't even make a difference. So the workout will make us feel more tired. And, you know, some mm-hmm. of that it will, it will affect our relationship with working out instead of improving our relationship with food i believe in that so mm-hmm. for me that used to happen like when i used to gym so goe ithere scene tha if i eat something i'll double my cardio i'll double my weight training but weight training hona bitu chahiye ek brownie se kitna energy aayega mere andar so that's wo hota nahi And then i used to i started you hating not found the calories that you
1: burn i'm sorry the calories you burnt of that day so if i have like let's mm. say yesterday i ate a brownie and i know i've had two three hundred extra calories mm-hmm. so now just for example no, today i will do a thousand calorie workout Aisa hota tha mera. and i used to make sure i do that thousand calories workout thousand or more
0: but then how do you well count counter calories like if you're car- doing cardio then you can obviously see the calories being burned but if say for example if you have a back day so then you're only working out your back system, So there are limited number of exercises that you can do and with the limited amount of weight that you can lift So so, it so I don't
1: do weight lifting, I do cardio, I do pure cardio and
0: yeah, higher intensity yeah. workouts Yeah, so, so I can more, count right. Exactly, so, so for, for me if I'm doing, if I have say for example a chest day And then I've eaten hmm. something which is you know, uh, if I had a cheat day So if i tell my uh, hmm. this trainer that you know I have a cheat day, day, so he'll be like this so if you if had one cheat day it's fine, we'll do a normal workout. If you to cardio 10 minutes, But then if you mm-hmm. don't cardio, mm-hmm. so, then you feel drained. Like you know, because, mm. so then my heart doesn't get tired. So then I realize I'm affected. But do, ma- you, do you feel like, you
1: know, do you feel like that you need to be on a consistent diet as in not have all those brownies? And I know you like sugar. Like you create sugar, so yeah, you say sugar. you yeah. not being able to eat that or you know, holding
0: yourself back works out for you in the long run? Long run now, what, I, what I'm what i doing is like, Abhi 10 so what I'm doing is, I'll, hmm. I'll uh, my plan is, say, I'll keep my weight between a certain uh, number and, uh, so for once I have reached like the lowest number in that in those two numbers on the on the spectrum, then I'll have my T mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then when I reach the, the other side of the spectrum, then I'll stop. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. then I'll fluctuate between those two numbers.
1: Mm-hmm. So this
0: is the plan but then obviously overboard who is attached So it's not that you can limit yourself. So when those. that
1: happens when you set a goal for yourself, don't do you feel like that guilt
0: trip? I'm not I'm like <laughs> Fasting for 23 and a half hours of my day, so then, so so I always feel good. But then I always go on Instagram and I keep checking food ka photos and, you know, with me and my mom, like, they kindly wo and then I prepare my list. So, somehow whether the food is there in my mind, in my phone, and uh, on my fingertips, but it's other than not eating it. So... Right. And also, wanted to tell you, like, uh, the question that I asked you, like, you know, when when was I most happy about my body and my relationship with my food? So, that happened uh, last year, December, when I was uh, at our previous office, at my previous office. So, mm-hmm. where you remember we had a weighing machine. So, hello.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Yeah, so there was, we had gotten a weighing machine there. So, where I used to weigh myself, and then if I was under a particular number I'll, I'll while going back home I'll eat something like you know I'll eat And I'll cheat a little mm-hmm. bit and the next day morning I'll come there and I'll weigh myself and if I'm still around that number I'll be like all that fine and I actually used to I had maintained my weight like consistently for over a month there so mm-hmm. so I was really happy with whatever I was eating whatever weight I was in and whatever body shape I was in back then so for mm-hmm. like two months in my entire life, I've been happy with the food that was going in my body and uh, the way that I was holding. So after that, till So I, I really miss those days for how I used to look and what the food that the is, I like, ate. Uh, yeah, I used to eat. Yeah, that's
1: a good thing. Yeah, but I hope you get back there again soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I to but you know, the lifestyle was quite different, because morning you have to travel for like 45 minutes, standing in train, and going back uh, in the mm-hmm. same position, and then walking. साथ वाँगा साथ वाँगा साथ वाँगा था वाँगा था so not but still, was walking so that was a good physical activity as well, and dude, I miss yeah, the cat, I miss the cat. But going back to, you know, how
1: yeah. how everybody else kind of influenced mm-hmm. our relationship with food, do mm-hmm. you do you agree with that? Do you think others pointing out or even mm-hmm. subtly saying that patle ho, ke aj, you know, healthy yeah. lagreo Yeah. Fat nobody says. Like even with me when somebody asks me, I will never use the word fat. I've realise yeah. that like my friend recently pointed out so whenever, even if, you know, you know, she's on a healthier side, mm-hmm. even as a child, I remember when she used to ask me that, I used to say healthy. I used to never use mm-hmm. the word fat because I used to get so scared. Mm-hmm. I used to hate that word because yeah. I used to keep telling myself that I'm fat, I'm fat. Mm-hmm. So I used to tell others that they are healthy no matter how, what their weight is. Like mm-hmm. you are healthy. You are not fat, you're healthy, but you can become thinner. I used to say that.
0: I mean, like, yes, obviously. But for me, like, you know, the subtext do not work. For me, I have I've have been told fat to jariya wariya fat to it's like, it's very common and very But I,
1: don't you feel like that was like personal to me? For example, if fat, I used to like, dude, don't be so mean. Why are you hurting others' feelings? No, but
0: see, I mean, like, for, for example, if someone tells me that, you know, indirectly, like, have you stopped working out? Or, you know, are you putting on weight? Or are you uh, gaining, like, the gym term mm-hmm, that we use. So for me, everything burns down to they calling me fat. Even if they are not calling me fat, even if they are saying it in a good way, that you know now you look mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. that you have gained weight, and like that is like the meanest compliment for me ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, you know, exactly, I, yeah. exactly. Like I'm into this only. I don't understand how can you like this. This logically, I never understood that people say that you look better now since you've become thoda heavier. Yeah, heavier. Yeah. And, But you know,
0: (laughs) the thing is like, we both are on the same side of the, we are looking at the one side of the coin, but there are people who genuinely want to gain weight and they are not able to gain weight. So, Mm. you know, so people in general, they don't know where we are coming from, like, you know, which side do we belong to. So for them, if we look good, so so they're just staying their their mind out that, you know, you're looking good the way you are right now. So mm-hmm. like a friend of mine, uh, he he I was just gonna say fat, but you know he he was head, I don't know what to say now. He was chubby. Uh, he was fat, yeah. Like, come on, he was fat. Like I don't know I don't know how to sugarcoat it now. So mm-hmm. and I overweight. Don't, overweight, yeah, good. Overweight. Yeah. He was overweight and then uh he is joined gym now and he's dieting and he's you know controlling whatever goes on into his body and then he's also burning the calories that is required. And now he uh, believes that calling people fat is not a wrong thing. And he never used to, well, he doesn't go out of his way to call people fat, but you know, he mm-hmm. thinks that when you, when you sugarcoat things or when you say that, you know, body positive, raho. so what he, he, where he is coming from is that you should uh, be healthy rather than being overweight or being underweight. So do you feel, do you relate to this that, you know, calling people fat is not uh, targeting their weight as much as they're asking them to be healthy so i but hope,
1: I don't yeah. get that logic only who are who is anybody to target anybody and tell them what is healthy or not hmm. i I don't believe in that
0: but because even example, if you're uh, let's
1: say on the skinnier side, hmm. you telling somebody you need to put on weight is as hurtful as telling somebody who is overweight and telling them that that you like, need to lose the weight. It's not up, It's not hmm. in their hand and to some extent it is, but it's not completely, right?
0: But say for example, my example is 2017 when I had gained weight. So at that mm-hmm. point of time, my back, I, like I was not able to, uh, I had stepped on uh, this mattress which was not evenly balanced. So I had hurt my back. And I was not able to get up in the morning at one like you know, at once. Like I had to wake up like an old uh, uh, this thing. Uh, uh, an old uh, person like, you know, back of pak I was not able to get up like like a normal person. So so doctor ke paas jao, he would tell me or she would tell me that like, you know, you need to lose weight. So somehow or the other it was affecting Just
1: making me just proving my point that no matter how much others tell you It's your decision, it's not Hmm. anybody else's choice. So, people Hmm. should at that point understand that, you know, advice is okay, suggestion is okay, but you have nobody to judge. I think there's a lot of judgment attached.
0: Yeah, yeah. the the distinction between giving advice and judging. So That is, yeah, 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 I got it, got it. This was my question and you answered it quite well. So, there has to be a difference between saying something out of concern and judging someone. Yeah, And if thing. you're
1: asked, if you're asked, if I'm not asking you, mm-hmm. I think this normal, I think I don't want to generalize it, but mm-hmm. I've seen this noticed, you know, especially in Indian uh, families, mm-hmm. this small talk involves only that, ha, jag katle and all that, mm-hmm. all that. For even men, like if you mm-hmm. don't have a paunch, they will, you know, ha, you know, the paunch is looking uh, small. This mm-hmm. whole. You know, small talk rela- related to your body image is, yeah, is, is, yeah. is you know, unconsciously so de- engraved in us that we can't think beyond it.
0: That's a really good observation. Like, you know, when you observe observe it, I not it, but you know, words too. The small talk that revolves around body, and you know, how we are looking on that particular day, and looking is not how we are looking like uh, it's only said in a way that, yeah, way that yeah. it is nothing beyond that so yeah that, that's actually very true and I feel this in our hai. love you know even in our generation that we focus so much on our bodies because we are told while we are growing up that you are ho, you you yeah. ho, ho. so some or the other hmm. we, we also continuously try to Prove either the voice in our head wrong or right. So
1: yeah, we're just living up to societal expectations mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. We all are. Like I've noticed my own, you know, small talk sometimes is related to that. Like my parents, mm-hmm. my my father the other day, like you mm-hmm. know, he's he. I wouldn't say that uh, you know he's put on weight, but my also like first thing was like you know your punch mm-hmm. is coming out.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Malab, how, so, how do you analyze your statement now? Like, you know, in what sense did you say that or in what sense did you mean to say it?
1: I think it was very unconscious. It was not thought about. It was just mm-hmm. my reaction. It was not a response. It was a reaction that, you know,
0: right, right. points so, it out,
1: you got to do yeah. something.
0: But do you think people in general as well have this, sort of an unconscious reaction to people who are out of shape or, you know, people who do not uh, look similar to how they used to as opposed to how they used to look when maybe, you know, they must have met last. So so do you think this unconscious reaction is something to blame instead of just judging someone or, you know, coming out of concern? Or it coming out of concern? Yeah, I
1: think it's more about our own personal... uh experiences rather because I know, I -hmm. would only point out on somebody else's phone because I know I'm very insecure about mine. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's more of
1: personal, you know, problems rather than outside, external. Mm -hmm. So it's not got to do with him liking it or not liking it or somebody else like it. For me, sadness is related to my own struggles, not yours. Mm -hmm. Right. I can be more mindful in my own responses and reactions. Be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is my problem, not theirs. Right. Then probably I'll speak more mindfully. But what
0: is... And others also. But what what for example, say for example, your husband or your fiancé or your partner. Mm -hmm. If he starts Mm -hmm. gaining weight and, you know, he's happy about it and it's not affecting him physically. I guess I've asked you this question before as well. So, do you you think... uh, you will be comfortable with, it, so with it. Comfortable to think it, it's your personal journey that, okay. you know, comfort, being comfortable and not being comfortable. But will you push him towards, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: like, you know, out of his comfort zone to lose weight when he's happy with it and there's no physical uh, harm happening to him? So, mm-hmm. so do you think so again, will, it would
1: yeah. depend on his health. I think it would depend on his health. If His health is getting deteriorated because mm-hmm. of the weight he's gaining or losing, mm-hmm. for a matter of fact. hmm I would definitely put an eye on it because I'll be like your, you know, you're, It's about your health now. It's not just about the scales. It's not about the number.
0: No, as I say that, if the health is not getting affected, so so do you think you will be comfortable like aesthetically with his body?
1: Yeah, I think I will be okay with it. I of right. course I want something better, but then my mo- it's my problem, not his.
0: Right. Right. And, like, just out of curiosity, I'm just taking uh, this conversation No, but forward. I would
1: be more, the question should be turning, you know, turning tables. Which if I gain weight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because I am so uh, conscious about my weight, mm-hmm. how how will I take it? Will I want him to be having a problem or should he be okay with it? That,
0: that, that's actually a good question. So, what do you think will be the answer?
1: So, maybe him being my partner and I, you know, whatever, I look look for him somewhere down the line. I would want to, you know, want his approval in every aspect, not just one. Mm-hmm. So, him criticizing me about the weight gain definitely will be in a plus point, not in a negative point. So, it depends right. on how I take it also. And depends on how I can also approach my point of view to him when he is gaining or losing weight. Right,
0: right. But do you think gaining weight itself is something which is overrated, or losing weight is overrated. Do you feel that? Like, we have so much our childhood, but do you feel in, ev- in all of this, weight, per se, plays any role? Like, you know, something that we associate, the importance to weight, is that it is so in our life, especially, or at least. So, so do you think we have overrated it, or we have, you know, made it such a big deal? When it is nothing but calorie intake and burning them, but, you know, it's not something which is affecting our personality otherwise. Like, independently, mm-hmm. there are fat people who are, like, more confident both of us combined. And uh, who uh, have... Some,
1: and I really look up to them. Like, same, I wish same, I had that kind of
0: confidence. Same, same same, Like, you know, it's not... Like, they carry themselves as if, like... Obviously, there's nothing wrong in gaining but You know, there's nothing... Like nothing can bother them in life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you do it? And then I see people who are like best shape, mein hai wo, but their personalities are like, they, <laughs> their personalities things. And then you feel like, what is the body if you don't have a personality to go with? Gymaholics and all. Gymaholics and
1: all.
0: Not even them, but I, I won't name them now because you also know that person. But you know,
1: like you can have all the six packs, six pack apps in the world, but then if you open your mouth and you can't speak, that would be a so, big turn off, of course.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then the way they speak, the way they carry their body, you feel like you know, it's a waste of talent. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not a talent to build your body up because if you hit the gym and you, you, you can get yourself a good body. But, hmm. but then more than more. do you think it's overrated or you know we should focus on a personality more than our weight so do you feel that definitely I think uh, we
1: have
0: made something subjective yeah. yeah hello nah, nah, nah. go on go on. yeah I think we've made it
1: actually in reality this is a subjective thing your hmm. weight is subjective it's not objective but we have made it objective that it has yeah. to be in X or Y then only it's okay or it's not
0: Yes. Thank you
1: for putting it in words. Yes. Yeah. Please go on. Please go on. So yeah, I think it's more uh, if you're happy with it and you're living a comfortable life and you know it's you know it's it's just happy in your skin. Then I'm happy for you. I'm nobody mm-hmm. to tell you. And I think people yeah. should understand that that you are nobody to tell somebody whether you have to gain weight or not, whether you're a yeah. mother, you're a father, sister, friend, brother, brother, partner, yeah. friend. Yeah. Hmm. How much goes inside my stomach is my business, not yours.
0: Yeah, unless you are a doctor and you see that your patient is getting affected, only then you have the right to...
1: Yeah, when I ask you for advice, then you give. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: And even if you call it out of good intentions, still I don't ask for it. Mm. I don't want to hear it. It's as simple true, as that. True, true, very true. And I've had many major fights also with myself. Recently when I went for the trip also. Mm. And uh, you, you know, that that whole comment also today, you know, you're eating mm. nicely. It pissed me off to royally yeah, to another vital, extent. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And it's unconscious. Of course, mm. that person did not mean it. Mm. And she was saying it out of her own goodwill or whatever mm. you call it. Mm. But I didn't ask you.
0: It's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Those
1: food- I didn't place, yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. see how much you're eating. I didn't point out on my you ate two
0: Seriously, like... I It is because we have gone through so much, we do not comment on other people's food habits, you know, how they are eating. Like, take I don't So, even that. that is not right. But I, I don't this, think it's okay with Masti also, yeah. It's, it's, ho, not, it's yaar.
1: not.
0: It's not. Like, I have a bad habit of, you know, being a moofed and just saying things out loud, which is not right. I'm again saying it's not right and I'm working on it. But mm. when you know that the other person is going through these these things, then it mm-hmm. becomes a personal thing for me and I know that I shouldn't comment on anything that goes goes in that person's body. Like when yeah. it's fine. Like I remember like last time when uh, we were working together, Bhapi you had gone to attend some marriage or some uh, engagement function, and I was just teasing you the other uh, the next day that you know looking sad or looking chubby. So then I realized mm-hmm. that it was affecting you like in a wrong way. So then I apologized if I teased. I was not. I did not mean it, and I'm sorry. So so you know, yeah. that way I have this habit of you know just teasing the other person out of fun. But obviously then when I realized that the person is not taking in that light, so then after that that day I've I've stopped doing it with other friends as well. So.
1: So yeah but Yeah, we
0: have to set an example for people now because we've been through it. We know exactly, how it feels. Exactly, exactly. And and at that point of time I guess I didn't know that what level you are at with you know, your relationship with your food and the body and your body. Hmm. So but hmm. then Jesus I, I was like, No, this is wrong. So I shouldn't have said that. So I was like, so so yeah, whenever I come around or come across people who are mm-hmm. going on on the same journey, so I feel that it is my responsibility to make them feel comfortable with their relationship with food and body. That if you don't eat the whole day, something I won't say much. But if you eat the you So yeah, it shouldn't be such like a big deal. But yeah, I do feel good when people say that you have lost weight. Like, I'll be honest. Definitely. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. like if somebody
1: tells me in a mad way also, then, my God, you've lost so much weight, yeah, I feel yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I, I always uh, say it as a compliment.
0: Exactly. And people tell me that, Anurag, you've lost so much weight, are you all right? I'll be like, first of all, thank you for the compliment. And yeah, I'm doing fine. So, <laughs> even if it is coming out of concern and if you feel that, you know, I've deteriorated myself by not, not eating, firstly, I'll take it as a compliment. Mm. And then... And then I'll uh, register your concern, and I'll recognize and apologize hmm. your concern. That's fine, yeah. Like,
1: but that also we need to stop now. We stop. If we feel bad about the other side, we shouldn't even care about this side either.
0: Like, no, it has to be
1: both the ways, all or nothing.
0: Like I am, like you won't believe how much I'm pushing myself to that limit to you know normalize my body and be comfortable in my body. But trust me, it's, hmm. not happening. it's not happening with me. As of now, it has not happened. Like so far, it it will.
1: Will. Let's Let's look at it as in
0: you are on a journey to reach a comfortable yeah, state. Let's yeah, not say yeah. we cannot. Yeah, true. true. But mm-hmm. If you have a lot of people who are in the world, they are going to be in the world. Like, if you are in the world, you are in So then you feel like, no, maybe this is not. What I want to hear, hmm. I want to hear that you have lost weight and you're looking thin and you're looking weak. So hmm. that is yeah, a toxicity. Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, so that is a toxic toxicity where what I'm expecting out of my body now. That you know you go into hmm. that phase that people call you weak, and then at that then stay there. So so I know it's not healthy, and I know that I'll have to work on it, and I'll have to be comfortable being healthy and healthy I do not mean fat or uh, uh, slim I mean physically and you know healthy like a normal healthy human being of my age Mm -hmm. so but I don't know when will that happen but if it happens we will definitely discuss it on the future uh, episode if it happens Mm -hmm. but yeah I guess I guess I guess so I start. Have I, I think I yeah. can
1: no, but <laughs> yeah. So but start with asking you ask asking yourself, your value is your mm. value determined by how weak you look? Is that what you want to give? You know, credit to
0: yeah, and also or put yourself there. Like like now you're now uh, that you framed it in this way. So I feel that I need to work more on my personality. Like you know, my body shouldn't define my confidence. Like obviously mm-hmm. like if you are in a healthy body then obviously that but you know when like like where I'm studying French right now. So is Mandeka organization. So he he is not like he has a paunch and you know he is healthy but but he has that aura, that personality which attracts you and which makes you which which surpasses his physical uh traits. His physical mm-hmm. traits are like nothing now, cheek पहुँचे pawn to I actually feel him. If, if I must say that, mm. so mm. I don't know how how his relationship with his body and food is, but what I am saying is, his personality is that how he looks it doesn't matter now. So so maybe I need to reach that level of being comfortable in my body and you know whatever body shape I am in. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I don't know how that will happen or if it will happen ever. Ask
1: but, yourself,
0: yeah. where, where is the value? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right now, obviously, I like, it's not podcast nahi hoga podcast, but yeah, definitely, we'll talk about this in future as well, because, you know, this is a good, um, a starting point. But, but, I want to ask yeah. you, like, like, do you know your value? Like, I'm asking it very, as a blatant, uh, in a very plain way, but, do you know your mm-hmm. value in a way that, you know, you can disassociate your body with it?
1: So, I think uh, right now, I, I don't know where my value stands mm-hmm. up and where it is just a plus or a, what's a bonus. Mm -hmm. right so yeah now I do feel like before of course my value was based on to one point whether I'm skinny or not Mm -hmm. skinny as in weak as in hospitalized as in (laughs) boys that and still I wouldn't be happy
0: right Right.
1: there was my value Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: now I feel now I've come to a point where uh, you know that's not the only thing that makes me who I am Mm -hmm. There are other things too where I have to look at other things. I can't only be so obsessed about my weight or how I
0: look. But still, if someone tells you that, you know, like, I know what your answer will be, but you know, if still someone tells us, like, you have... Mm -hmm. I have just realized this thing while talking to you or while uh, on this uh, episode. But I want to ask you, like, if someone tells you that you have gained weight, so Mm -hmm. will everything go for a toss? Will everything come shattering down? Or... You'll still be able to hold the castle. No, I wouldn't
1: say it wouldn't affect me. It definitely would. But not as much as it would have.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So it won't
1: come out shattering down right. anymore right. like it used to. But of course, it affects. So hota hai. Deep down, it pinches a little, but it's not right. more than just... It cannot be more than a pinch. Got it,
0: got it. well this is really... Um... Yeah, yeah, and this is really good to hear coming from you because, you know, the last time we had uh we were talking <clears throat> talking about food and our relationship with food. So we <laughs> were on the same page but now I feel that the pages are turned for you. And I'm really happy about that. And I and
1: hope it. I I hope it lasts. It's not just today, you know. Sometimes I have my mood swings where I'm like, dude, I'm not going to eat for five whole you know days yeah, because yeah. I'm eating outside. It that yeah. also happens to me. I'm not saying I'm perfect and I've reached my epitome. Right,
0: right, But
1: right. I I can hope for the best, and I hope for the best for you too at this point yeah, because yeah. I know how it feels to struggle.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not cheat karne, but now I'm like do you first eat nothing snacks for 3 days and then take to the doctor for 10 days so let's see how it goes now because as I, I, this is my last cheat day so <laughs> let's...
1: but i don't know how cheat days work i can't do it my cheat day is like every day if i want to eat i eat if i don't want to eat i don't eat so mine is
0: i, I, I think cheat days are very very but do, do you do have that the
1: record off the record.
0: Haan.
1: I think these days don't work at all. Like I have seen like my mother being a nutritionist mm-hmm. and the clients have got like it doesn't work. I don't know how it works for you. Because I think it the the hatred towards food or junk food becomes even more. It doesn't
0: become hatred. less. My hatred is not against the food, but it's against me putting on weight. So for these mm-hmm. ten days I do not judge myself. Is what I'm saying. So, for these 10 days... But I, don't
1: you think you'll be in a better position if you do not... Like, you have your days where, you know, mm-hmm. in a week you can eat this, but you have a routine set that morning, day, whatever you can eat, you eat, and then, let's say, by night you don't. Have you ever tried that? Instead okay. of going, like, on a spree of not eating at all for 23 hours and all. Actually, and no
0: thing, junk food, the, no nothing. The thing with me is that if I if something works for, for me once, now. Nah, so then I'm mm-hmm. very afraid to try something else. So if, mm-hmm. if, for example, the intermittent fasting has worked for me well. And you know, I know that mm-hmm. if the desired results, will he So then mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, even if I uh, narrow the, uh, this thing,
1: the, mm-hmm. goal,
0: the eating window. So, you know, half an hour eating window is for If I say extend it to 8 hours, like 16 hours, or 8 hours fast fast, If I'm doing the math right. So uh-huh. So then, even then I feel guilty that, you know, I could have I'll give you one example. This is like the epitome of my uh, relationship with my body. So what happened was, I told him that the pain So I had gone to the doctor. And he had given me medicines so And he had asked me that you'll have to take them uh, after your meal. And I was like, I hey, only eat one meal. At this point, you'll have oh my god. I am you going to have a tension so then I was like, mm. yeah, but uh, doctor, I'm doing this fasting thing. So I don't, I'm like, is there any other way if I can take it with only water? Or it was like, you can eat mm. like, a nashta, like you can have an apple and then take it. I was like, all right, fine. So I came mm. home and I was like, yeah, I eat apple in the afternoon before having my meal. So I'll skip that uh, eating that apple with my meal in the afternoon and I'll eat it in the night. So you no, know, calorie intake will be, it will remain the same, but I'll Are be you eating treated? it twice. Yeah, but still, I was feeling guilty every night uh, while I was eating the apple. So this is the level of, uh, you know, so the rigidity that I have with my uh, food and my routine and, you know, dieting and everything. So this this defines my relationship with food. This is how uh, rigid I am. And this is how much it affects me. Like, keeping the calories same but only eating twice also affects me to an extent where I feel like, you know, I should give up on medicines and I'll... uh, uh, keep the back pen with me for the rest of my life, but at least I'll be in, in proper weight. So are you fucking
1: serious?
0: Yeah, like this is still happening. Like a cheat problem, I but start hua tha when uh, I was about to enter the cheat day cafe. So for two, three days I had to uh, divide my meal. So hmm. So this is the level that reflect, I am
1: right now. Let's reflect on where your value and, you know, yeah, where yeah. you're putting your yeah. worth again. Yeah. The fact yeah. that you, you sticking on your rigid hmm. intermittent fasting is where you're putting your worth there. You think yeah. if you can't do
0: this. Exactly. And it, it's, not, it's not guaranteeing me anything. Like, say, for example, if I am thin, that doesn't guarantee anything. Like, you know, it's just how I feel about my body. But then as you said, is it valuable? Does it hold the value that I want in my life? So that is what now I have questioned for the first time in my life. So I feel now, I I think a new journey will start from here on. I feel that way because it's a different strike And uh, I'll, I'll definitely think about it. Like, you know, even if I'm thin, that doesn't mean that I have value or the value that I want in my life. It's just that I feel a little bit, a little more confident than I would have felt otherwise. But that little mm. bit confident is not the value I'm looking for in life
1: temporary
0: confidence exactly. or temporary pleasure yeah. it's not even permanent exactly because even if I'm thin that doesn't mean that in a group I'll be able to be an extrovert or you know say out my mind out loud if I do not get the kind of environment I want like say when I had come to the mm-hmm. office up in the office. so I was not fat but mm-hmm. still you remember me on the first day I was like mm-hmm. the most intro- introvert guy in the room So so yeah now if I think about it definitely it doesn't add value it just adds, it gives me uh, a small room to be with myself from the childhood trauma that I have suffered. So, but that's that's not what I'm looking for in life. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I guess. But I'm very really yeah.
1: concerned now that the fact that, you know, hmm. when you said that now you're eating mindlessly <laughs> for the last ten nine days. days.
0: Yeah.
1: Now ten. Hmm. Maybe that is something that, you know, because you, because it's deep down unconscious, so you're like, yeah, intermittent fasting, you hmm. so, won't So maybe that yeah. makes you eat mindlessly. me
0: yeah, actually the thing was when I was in Mumbai yeah, in 2017, when I had put on weight. So hmm. at that point of time, I was not even aware about intermittent fasting, to be very honest with you. So hmm. at that point of time, I only used to eat one meal a day. And I didn't know that it is called intermittent fasting. So before hmm. I used to do that. Oh, so, even i didn't pehle meal yeah so, naya, naya <laughs> yeah exactly so at that point of time i didn't know that you know i'll have to go back uh, on my routine of fasting or you know nisa, but even mm-hmm. back then i used to eat like at least 12 meals a day like vada pav pav some upav khaliya phir chips and dinner to na karta eat so for mm-hmm. me, food is like I don't know what my relationship with food is. Even though we have already for but I still don't know. Like I just need food. Like and this is yeah this one point that I wanted to uh, uh, say that for me, if you put me in a situation where I have think something now, like if you intellectually be put me into spot, then I need food. Like either I will divert my energy towards thinking or my energy towards eating food. So this is, this is my childhood ka thing because at that point of time I did not have answers for them. So what I had was a substitute for feeling good about myself or getting that rush, you know, that intellectual rush. And that intellectual rush was food. So, so yeah, this is, this is something that I have observed about myself that if you put me into a place where I have to be intellectually stimulated and if I'm not being stimulated intellectually, I'll substitute it with food. So, so
1: what you're saying is you're an emotional
0: leader. Wo to hai, wo to, yeah, yeah, that's there. Like emotional eating to high If I'm not able to express myself or if I'm not able to uh make myself heard, felt or understood, I need food. So that's there. But intellectual ka alug if I'm studying or if I'm thinking on myself, like you know, a personal problem. And if I'm not getting a, getting any solution and if I'm getting food instead of that, like I'll be happy. Like I'll stop thinking about that intellectual problem. Mm. So emotionally eating to so, hey, uh, But then the thing so is... So why that do it, you
1: think that still persists? That emotionally, you know, wanting food, even there is something... That something that I'm
0: thinking, I don't know, like, this is the first time that I have come face to face with these questions and you know, these realizations. So I still don't know the answers to them, but if I'm thinking, if I have to uh, think out loud about it, maybe food, like you that love is nothing but a chemical uh, in your head. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. emotions are somewhat similar to chemicals, and those chemicals can be simulated with food. So for mm-hmm. me, food is a better simulator, uh, or you know, it takes care of my emotions better than maybe... Talking, or you know, I d- like while I was growing up, I didn't know how to express my emotions. And uh, hmm. the best, next best alternative was food. Like, I have food, but I food in the sense that I food. So, lavish food, lavish I am not a person who likes to eat like, at lavish places, or you know, I Abundance, abundance you were
1: never restricted in that aspect. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I was never stopped from eating junk food. So junk food is like instant mm. gratification, like you know, oil, uh, sugar, salt, masala.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my mom used,
0: my mom still says that when I was young, I was my house, she not to go up. Make a paper, make a french fries, make a salad for me. So I was that sort of a guy that who needs such junk food day in and day out. And sugar was there, chocolate, uh, uh, mithai and stuff.
1: So, but, how did we get that dopamine also because it's a because what I've studied is mm-hmm. i'm I'm speaking out of curiosity that yeah, yeah. food junk food whether mm-hmm. healthy any kind of food becomes a dopamine reaction or you know that release when you associate that food with being happy.
0: I mean, yeah, even that today, is yeah, yeah, I got it. Like, even today when I'm on my 10th day, now I don't enjoy food, very honestly. I'm just filling a void, it seems. So, mm-hmm. you know, that enjoyment happened for, like, first one hour. Trust me, just one hour. And now, mm-hmm. so say 24 hours and in, 23 into that one day and then 24 into 9. So, mm-hmm. it's just eating out of compulsion, eating out of uh, filling a void. And then, you know, how, how the, this thing works in your mind, like, carbs work. Like
1: they mm-hmm.
0: ek kar, blood me so then it it again wants you to eat the same amount of carb that you had eaten for your last meal. So kaha tum din ek meal you were eating one ba- uh, ball of porridge with some sabzi, and now you're you are eating mm-hmm. like eight to nine meals a day. Mm-hmm. So so for me it was filling a void and I don't know what that void was exactly. Uh, like, I know, I like, know, even that you also know, but beyond that, I don't know what that void was, like, entire 21 years of my life. You know, a short, like, you know it's not a short period to have eaten so much of food. So, life.
1: right now, you you call it void, but let's say, as a child, what void was he filling back then with food?
0: Actually, it was maybe the void of ignorance, of, you know not understanding his value his place or you know uh, mm. his worth in the family or in the society or in his friend circle you know i was searching for meaning i was searching for and obviously when you're searching for meaning be it unconsciously or consciously you are you have to have certain intellectual uh, simulation there that's why i told you that you know that simulation intellectual stimulation always makes me hungry even today so like say sometimes i'm mm. discussing. Uh, working on myself or I am reading some philosophical, uh, book or something of that sort which, which, or if I am writing something creative, like if I am writing a poem and I am not getting that sort of, you know, uh, what I want to write, if I am not getting the right words, I feel, I start feeling hungry. I start feeling hungry. But now I can't eat, so I have to focus on the problem. But earlier I could easily go up to my mom and ask her to make something, or go up to my dad and, so then my attention used mm-hmm. to get diverted. So so maybe it was this void of you know finding myself or my place in the in the world is where this entire thing started. And then obviously if you to eat once you go eat food inside, you are not stopped. And body has not gained anything. So then it's like a rabbit hole. So yeah. So I feel it was this because otherwise, how many people have called me fat in my family, outside? My uncle used to call me fat. They used, I have been affected so much with that, if I sensitive So I would have had six packs now as But I don't know what it was like. It did not affect me in that way. It, it used to make me feel bad about myself. But I didn't know what to do about it. And my sister on the other hand was like proper athlete, a basketball player, national intern, RA, district, state level, team, uh, handball, basketball, Olympics. Uh, Olympics uh, so she was like proper athlete, uh, a physically fit. Athletic body. Yeah. And I was the opposite of school I was in school. was, I was the track the trip was I didn't. so so, somehow or the other, it made me this introverted sort of a personality where you know everything would remain within my aura, and that aura or not express anything, so that void started becoming even wider. So, then, I guess food helped me a lot, and I don't complain like, trust me, I don't complain about it because I had a boss and. Uh, like I always, I, I'll never say that I hate food. I I'll, always I'll always say that I love food, even if you know it's, the relationship is toxic. Mm. But yeah, I love food. I still love food. But it's just that but yeah,
1: you love junk food. Have you noticed that you don't like food and like? i correct me if I'm wrong, but you are more inclined to eating
0: the Wo wrong things. Oh. like, but and that's I, what you yeah.
1: love. That's but, what you crave. Tha-
0: yeah, but when I was growing up now, even then I used to love fruit. Like I remember after we had our meals both time. My dad would bring mm-hmm. out a basket of fruit and then I'll make fun of him that, you know, it's not a fruit ka basket con laha and stuff. But I would be the one who would be eating the most amount of fruit. So, so fruits, dry fruits... But do
1: you crave fruits?
0: Very honestly, like I'm I'm just I'm I'm not saying it out of you know because I have to defend something, but I genuinely love fruits. Like I genuinely hmm. love food and Loving love is, is
1: different but you know so I said so love also when you say you love food but hmm. you realize the love for your food is even if hmm. you say it's toxic do you understand the toxicity because if you say you love food you love hmm. everything about food whether it's good or bad you should use it as a positive right? Make you feel healthy or nutritional-wise and all that. For yeah, me, yeah, food has so, never been... So, yeah, personally, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. food has never been good or bad for me. Food has been our ha, survival. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, so, whether you give same. me the most nutritional food or you whether you give me junk food, my reaction will be the same. Same. Right.
0: Right? right?
1: Mm. But for you, because you say you love food so much, do you realize Maybe the relationship like, you have?
0: Yeah, I love the rush that food gives me. And it's not the mm. food person, it's the rush. So, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. So, yeah, it's not about the food as much as it's about what it does to me physically and emotionally. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And so, you can use, so,
1: that, use this as an advantage. You can, because you know, you call yourself a lover of food, mm-hmm. use it in your advantage, use like it in how? a way that it help you nutritional-wise to grow mm-hmm. healthier yeah. rather yeah. than, far- I mean, I understand that intermittent dieting is your thing now, yeah. but sometimes, you know, you can look at it as a healthier way that instead of 23 hours, because you realize this is not, like technically speaking, 23 hours a day starving is not good. Yeah. Yeah, true. Right, technically. And you yeah. don't want to go through that whole cheat day of three days and then ten yeah. days again, you know, yeah. extending it. And hmm. maybe, I'm just saying, maybe try other options. I know it's worked for you. It's worked for me too. Starvation has worked yeah, for me but, very well.
0: But it's just this one thing that, you know, even if, say, for example, if I eat, say, for, uh, if I'm doing fast, if I'm fasting for 18 hours instead of 23 hours. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, after that,
1: mm-hmm. even if
0: I'll gain 0.5 kgs ka grams of ka weight, na, I'll freak out. Mm-hmm. So, so then,
1: exactly. So then yeah. you know it's not working as much as you'd like it. It's very no, temporary then.
0: Exactly that. And secondly, then I'm I'm still going back to your statement that understanding the value. So mm-hmm. I feel that if that's so everything else will fall in place. So Because I'm emphasizing everything like my entire day's purpose on maintaining a particular amount of weight. But ultimately... And why are
1: you checking? You should... If you know that there's one thing that is affecting you so much, that Hmm. is your scales. checking your weight, why are you still doing that? Why are you continuing it?
0: Actually, I don't do it but... But, yeah, I... I've done but I still do it. And... It's just that will
1: help you, you know, that that's helped me personally because the minute I used to get on the scale, I used to go in that whole backlog of, yeah, you know, yeah, again, eating disorder, yeah, like, truth, yeah. I need to do something, I can't eat, I can't... Because I'm speaking out of personal. I understand yeah, 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 that you must yeah, yeah. have gone a dip, different thing. But yeah, 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 if you know this is getting come, yeah. you in a harmful yeah. place where yeah. you have to 23 hours a day and make it like an ego thing because, yeah, yeah. come on, somebody, it's not something you want to live with
0: for the sure, long sure, run sure. okay right sure. now it's working but yeah. do you want to continue this? Like right and now how it long? Me now, and now I don't want to because I have uh, different questions on my mind right now like you know about the value mm-hmm. and that is one thing that I feel like you know mm-hmm. that void that you create that is about finding the value and I have mm-hmm. not found it so far and that is why I am trying to Find a meaning out of other activities which revolves around hmm. it, like you know uh, being a creative person or if I'm maintaining my weight or mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, like you know x y z, but if I'll find that home within me, so I don't think that I'll have to work obviously it's an added ad- advantage, but I wouldn't have to compulsively work on those activities. I'll do Good, it if I-, I want to then, so. Hmm. So I feel that we should do an episode on value itself, like you know what what values we hold or you know what we believe in. So yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, that would be a good episode because and that would be
1: overlapping to purpose of life. Huh, then.
0: Uh, don't you think? I guess we we'll figure that all, but you know the tangent that we are exploring right now, that is that mm-hmm. would be quite philosophical. This this be very personal to both of us. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. because that was on a very existential, uh, point of view, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is very personal and you know, our anecdotes will come out of what values we used to hold when we were young and what we hold right now. So, So, yeah, but I feel about food and about this, I guess I've, I've had a perspective which I was not expecting at all out of this episode. Personally, <laughs> because I was expecting that खाने के बारे में बात करेंगे बेंच के बारे में बात करेंगे आम आगे इस बड़ी बातें and then we'll call it a day but I but agree, that's our
1: magic ना no? that's our
0: magic yeah yeah seriously and obviously like the, I I don't have words right now like how I'm feeling about it because there are ten thousand things going on in my head right now like you know what you said and what we discussed so I feel you should end this now because I won't be able to I won't do justice to it Alright. So, so
1: yeah. thank you Anurag for giving me that
0: also enlightening moment. <laughs>
1: yeah. But generally, I feel amazing after this conversation that I, it, it's like reflection of everything I've achieved so far.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I didn't realize how far well, mm-hmm. I've come.
0: Yeah. Looking
1: yeah. back, like speaking about the struggles I've gone through regarding eating and mm. you know, my weight and my body and all of that. I think this was a good reflection you know
0: for me at least that i have come really far and I don't want to go back like for me it is like the first step towards a journey that I don't know what holds for me so I am on a very different spectrum right now like like you know Well I'm I'm very happy
1: for you I'm genuinely
0: very happy same same like well, it was a normal Sunday for me like I was just gonna go down and (laughs) eat something up but (laughs) but yeah thank you Amadula like you know Yeah, I don't know what what else to say, but yeah. We will definitely discuss about this day some sometime in future.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it and much more discoveries.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah? So So, have
1: a happy Sunday.
0: Same to you, Steve. I can't
1: say that. I can't say that you need to cut it.
0: (laughs) It's fine, they don't need to know when we record it, it's fine.
1: Okay.
0: No. Yeah, we're going to do that. We can be as you know uh, goofy as we want to because it's goofy conversations as we have already mentioned. So, oh, so yeah. it's fine, it's fine, we can be ourselves. Only so, then people will relate because you know otherwise proper editing as well so they also feel to hide on. Crap. But, but
1: padega, you
0: a a professor That will do that, I'll do that that's there. But you know It's not first time it's Sunday or Monday, it's fine pura, kardung, So
1: that's
0: fine Okay, But you say? No, that's Oh, okay,
1: oh, okay I totally forgot yeah. So, yeah, and so, I would love to hear from y'all what do you feel about eating and what is your relationship with food. Yeah. Is it food for mood or what <laughs> is it like? Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you, Anurag, uh, yeah. for having this conversation with me. And, uh, yeah, if y'all uh, would like something to add and give us your feedback, uh, you know, you can write to us on Instagram. Uh, my handle is array of insights. A R R. Okay, wait, what is it?
0: A R R
1: A Y. <laughs> array of, O-F insights. I-N-S-S-R-G-H-T-S. And yeah, yeah, please write to us. Please DM us Anurag, your handle. Uh,
0: yeah, you can uh, write to me on Instagram. Uh, the handle is part time sapiens. Uh, or you can just type my name out. Anurag Khunga, A N U R A G K H U N G E R. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yes. Yeah. yeah.